Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Here we go on some of the prop bets. What's the color of the Gatorade bath going to be? Last year it was blue. If I can say last year's, my feeling is red. I'll go with yellow. I think yellow Gatorade. Yellow green lime. That's actually very tasty. Halftime show first song. I think it's going to be California love. That'll be the first thing you hear. Last player shown during the anthem. A Rams player or a Bengals. We got a 50-50 shot. Yeah. I'll throw some money down on the Rams. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and we're coming in hot, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show, brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, available throughout Western Canada. If you're lucky, it's in a fridge near you. We are coming in hot. I'm telling you, we got breaking news today. We're going to open Hour 2 here on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and the podcast, if you're listening by that means, with the NHL, then we're going to get around to Super Bowl, uh, some CFL stuff. But here's the breaking news from this Monday. The Montreal Canadiens reportedly traded Tyler Toffoli to the Calgary Flames Monday morning in exchange for a first-round pick, prospect Emil Heineman, and forward Tyler Pitlick. How about The fifth-round selection included in the deal is a 2024 pick, while the 2022 first-rounder is top-10 protected. Toffoli has been a bright spot for the struggling Habs this season with nine goals and 17 helpers in 37 games. He led all Canadian skaters with 44 points last year and was a key player in their run to the Stanley Cup. So again, to say they're excited in Calgary, understatement. The Calgary Flames acquiring Tyler Toffoli from the Montreal Canadiens for a first, a fifth, a prospect, 
and forward Tyler Pitlick. Wow. How about that? So there's that. And I'm sitting here thinking, this is our first day back at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And when this is done, I'm anticipating going back to Florida. As we bring the moose in here for hour two, could you imagine a Calgary, Florida, Stanley Cup final? And we're going back and forth between both? I can see it. Wouldn't that be something? I can see it. Calgary's going to go deep, I think, in this Stanley Cup run. So there's that. You've been doing business over there, Moose, and uh, I got the text line working. Okay? Good. So great. Yeah, I don't know how. 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text RP. Uh, with regarding the CFL signings, Jeff Kozak, watching in the sweatpants capital, says, what I don't get is that the COVID year, the CFL was crying they were broke. Now this year, they're spending way too much on players. The CFL being fiscally fine, uh, responsible has never been a thing. So there's that. Randy in Winnipeg, watching on Game Plus TV, says, what would TSN know about anything outside of Toronto as far as Canadian sports are concerned? Sure. Which reminds me, by the way, on, on the rant, I said, we need to, if you're just tuning in, you missed an epic worthy rant an hour ago where I said, I was misunderstood when I said Canadian sports events need to become must attend. For whatever reason, the Canadian media and some, yeah, Canadian media took that to mean that I said Grey Cup tickets should be $5,000 each. Nowhere did I say that. How's the listening comprehension going, by the way? I never said that. I said we need to make the events must attend. Then we can charge more vis-a-vis dig ourselves out of this financial hole we're in, but they didn't get it. Because media people aren't marketing people, and they're not business people. So anyways, Wire is watching out at Aspen Links. He's watching on Game Plus TV. You know Wire. Love that place. He says, the problem is TSN with the CFL. Their product is terrible. It needs to be sex, drugs, and rock and roll if you want to sell to the younger market. The NFL's all about that. And the TV production is over the top. The CFL plays the same church music every time they take a commercial break. The NFL's production makes the players seem like they're immortal almost. They bolster any controversy around the game and people watch because that's how the world is wired now. How about that? How Says about Wyatt. that? And the thing that uh, Dave Naylor came after me and said that my assertion with me saying that we need to make Canadian sporting events must attend, he said that the idea and what I was saying was stupid and dumb. Thanks, Dave. And it wasn't what I was saying, but this is what wires say. Naylor said you can't compare the Grey Cup and the Super Bowl. So they're, super, they're worlds apart in terms of finances. You can kind of make it look similar with technological, uh, technological advances in the media business these days. But anyways, Mark and Melfort writes in and says, Rod, after being at the Super Bowl all week, what's the one thing you would change at the Grey Cup Festival if you had the ultimate control? Here's the thing. I wouldn't change much. The Grey Cup isn't a problem. It's sold out every year. The festivals and events are great. It's the one week of the year that the CFL shines. But can we shine for 52 weeks? I just read, you were on the phone, but there's an article that Canadian Press just went up. Super Bowl, or sorry, NFL stays in the news even after Super Bowl. Something like that. You know what I mean? Like they're in the news all the time. That's what Wire's saying. But the CFL wants to run and hide. You can't change. There wasn't a huge 
difference between the Grey Cup, I've been to 20, or this Super Bowl, I've been to one. There wasn't a huge difference, other than it cost a hell of a lot more to get into the parties. But guess what? It, it was worth more. You've been to both now? Yeah. I wouldn't change much. No. It's the other 51 weeks I would change. Yeah. You know, I mean, there is more you can do. I mean, you tried to do that with Mark's CFL week. I mean, that wasn't a yeah. Grey Cup event. It was but, good. But that's something you could do around the Grey Cup or different things like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot. You know, we can you know, leverage the players who played in the league. There's a lot of quality guys with really strong brands who are super cool, who you'd love to see walking down the street or spend some time with or have autograph sessions. You know, every official partner of the league has an event at Super Bowl, has their own event throughout the day, throughout the night. It's all about making people feel good all week long. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Here's one for you. I meant to ask. So Moose, very nice of you. You bought me the game program, mm. which by the way, one of my major pet peeves is you can't buy a program at hockey and football games, sporting events anymore. I, like I used to sit and read that sucker cover to cover. I'm not sure how many kids did. I know you did. Yeah. Most people I know, they don't even make programs anymore. You're lucky to get a roster. That's one thing where Canadian sports and sports has just gotten lazy, but I digress. You asked me if I'd read the program yet. It's the size of an encyclopedia. Big. And I said, I started it on the flight from L.A. to Calgary yesterday, and it was great. I'm starting to forget what my point was here. Uh-uh. Oh, who sponsored the NFL Experience? I'm interested to know if you remember who sponsored it. It was the NFL Experience. Lowe's. Oh, you knew? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I wouldn't have known. <laughs> But, yeah, but that's pay, my thing, though. You pay more attention to that than that's I do. That's my thing, yeah. I saw, so I, like, I walk around, and there is, like, a diamond-studded Titans helmet, and there's a Derrick Henry, like, all cool things. Yep. Tom Brady, all the Super Bowl rings. But I'm, looking, I'm walking around seeing how the advertisers are marketing, how the advertisers are activating, looking at ideas for us. I'm seeing pro football talk. What's their set look like, right? So I notice those things. Well, we walked by the Pat McAfee set, and I kind of snickered that you pay attention to different things than I do. I noticed what McAfee was wearing for shoes. You noticed what they were using for the cameras because you said it to the Game Plus TV guys in L.A. Oh, they had robotic cameras for McAfee. So God yeah. knows where they were operating those out of. Yeah, not there. <laughs> <laughs> not in L.A., no. Um, I'm just going to refresh this to get uh, caught up on top of the latest comments from our viewers here. And you're welcome to chime in. It's only taking an hour, Moose, to get... So we got the equipment working great now. We got the text line open. Although, did you hear that little buzz in your ear? Ding, ding. Yeah, I did. It's not your battery, is it, on the computer? The other one? Nope. Okay, good. It's a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> uh, Don, our Navy friend, says, bring back CFL week. Got to give the CFL a pass on that one. I, that was COVID-related. There's not a lot of money in the CFL right now, and it's hard to make money when you have no money. Don goes on to say, Will Farrell wearing a BC Lions jersey did more for CFL marketing than anything TSN or the CFL have done. I haven't gotten to the bottom of why Will Farrell was wearing a BC Lions jersey in Duke at Super Bowl yesterday, but you know what? God bless him for doing so. And to the actual game yesterday, Frank Limaker's watching in Airdrie, Alberta, just north of us, Moose. He says, to all those who feel the Super Bowl officials were Rams biased, what about T. Higgins trying to rip Jalen Ramsey's head off? That missed call gave the Bengals a free touchdown. I didn't see that one. That was when I was traveling. Was that the one when Ramsey fell? 
think that was the first play of the third quarter, right? The oh, touchdown was it? pass? Okay. I think, if that's the play he's referring to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. First play of the second half, deep pass down the left sideline from Joe Burrow to T. Higgins, and Ramsey fell on the play, so it must have thrown him back. And I haven't dissected that a lot, and neither did they on the broadcast. No. They didn't really dig into it. Not that penalty. Right. But at the end of the game, we were watching it at Shark Club, and holy smokes, was that place banging last night. They, they, they're still getting to know me at the Shark Club in Calgary. The right. game's over. The system went up. I'm talking sound system, and all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. And Brock, one of the big cheeses over there, is like, He's not, you're not leaving now, are you? Dude, I wanted to leave an hour ago. Game's over. Game's over, man. I'll stay here for a while because it is fun. i got to get out of here. It's wild. But anyways, we're watching the end of the game in three consecutive plays, a flag on the Bengals' D. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. And you didn't like the call. No, and the reason I didn't like him is because I thought that was such a beautifully officiated game. Until then. Yeah. Because I don't like penalties, period. Whether they're deserved or not deserved, I'd rather no penalties, right? And it was awesome. There was no penalties. And there's a little grabbing in here and there. And, you know, a little bit of that stuff was happening throughout the game. And it didn't really affect the game, right? But I guess in that moment, those, those little holds and stuff affected the game, kept him from scoring a touchdown. And eventually, Cooper Cup got his second. So it worked out. It all turned out nice again. That's yes. my commentary today on Cat Country 98 and Rock 98.5. I'm not fishing for compliments, but I'll take him. Hey, it's 11-11 Mountain, by the way. It is. Uh, Bob Smith is watching. In Maple Ridge, B.C., Bob writes in and says, uh, RP, I like your show every day. Puts the Toronto Sports Network to shame. That's not what I was going for, but I'll take it. Phil watching on Game Plus Television in Dauphin, Manitoba. Thank God it's Monday. I seen the negative feedback you got from the remarks about the CFL. It speaks volumes when I get more information on the CFL from watching your show than TSN or Dave Naylor. Love the Super Bowl. I wish they would have sang nothing but a G thang, but love the halftime show. Hashtag go bombers. Hashtag go jets. Hashtag Bob's your uncle. From Bob's Phil and Dawson. Boy, we're really getting some slogans. They're really taking off here. Aren't they? I know. How about that? And Bob's your uncle. Thank you, Phil and Dauphin, Manitoba. And by the way, here's the, here's the thing where I, I've known Naylor since the early 90s. I've known Farhan since the late 90s. I've known these guys a long time. I would like to think their feelings aren't going to get hurt. And I'm not going to speak for them specifically, but I, it's, this isn't even their fault. You, they, Naylor would love to have 60 minutes on SportsCenter dedicated to the CFL. Trust me, he would. They, they love the CFL. So too would Farhan. It's a bit of a double-edged sword. you got to give people what they want, right? And sponsorship's involved in there, too. But I'll give you an example. One TSN play-by-play guy. Not there anymore, so I think I, I'm not going to say his name, but I'll just say he was a play-by-play guy. Was very upset at the way TSN was handling the playoffs, that they weren't setting up a big panel on location. He's like, oh, we'll set one up for the Senators and the Leafs in Ottawa and break it in November, but we won't do this for the CFL. He was mad. And this, these aren't the broadcasters don't make these decisions. It's the big cheeses upstairs writing the checks. Right. 
We're not going to fly Dunnigan and Chris Schultz out to Regina. What? You know what that costs? We'll leave them here in the set in Toronto. Nobody will know the difference. People know the difference, Darren, right? It's getting out and meeting the people, being a man of the people or a woman of the people. So that was a, that was a play-by-play guy. It's, the decisions aren't made by the reporters. Point being, as I've said to Rod Smith many times, those shows that he hosted where he sat around a table in a bar yeah. with Jim Pop and Chris Jones and Jim Barker, I was just like, watch that all day. If I'd known you're only going to air it once, I would have PVR'd it. Yeah. They sit and run the stupid top 50 funniest child moments of all time, top 50 great saves ad nauseum. Why can't you run that CFL stuff? But I'm not, in, I'm not in charge of what they do. But the decisions aren't made by the on-air people. It just happened to be the on-air people that got very sticky at me on the weekend, and I think they felt that I was taking a shot at them, and I was not taking a shot at them personally. It's just we need to make Canadian sports a bigger deal, and everybody's saying that it's fine, so I'll just back out and stay in Florida and L.A. Do you have any more thoughts on this, Moose, before I move on? There's a lot. We go on for a long time. The, I get the big thing is, is we all want the same thing. I think that's what's important. We all want the same thing. And if we spend all our time fighting on how to get there, we'll never get there. Right? So it's, it's, it's about making the events awesome. It's about making them great. And, you know, if we're having a great time and we're making it look like a great time, then the fans will think it's a great time. Then they'll go and they'll yeah. have a great time and everything will be rosy. I love the XFL story. If you ever read the book or watched the 30 for 30 documentary in that stadium in Vegas, uh, Sam Boyd Stadium, Vince McMahon in the original XFL was like, we're going to fill one half of the stadium with fans, leave the other half empty, and just shoot the cameras at that half of the stadium. Sounded ridiculous. They did it. The stadium looked full. Like Vince McMahon probably should run. I first faced this firing squad in 01 when I said that we should sell the CFL to Vince McMahon and the XFL. So I've, I've been used to this for over 20 years. People getting mad at things that I say. It's just I see businesses in sports in Canada shrinking and we're growing. And I don't understand it. Which reminds me, we got to get Lee Genier down here on the air. I don't think he would mind. I just got to ask. Yeah, Lee Genier was the president of the Saskatchewan Rush, VP of sales for the Calgary Stampeders for 20 years, launched the CEBL. And to be honest, Lee wouldn't mind. We sat in the sports book here at Gray Eagle talking sports one day, and he goes, with the rush, we were selling sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It was a metaphor. It's like a, but, it was like a rock concert. Right. And it was, man, it was, <gasps> you got to go. That guy gets it. He's on our team now. We'll continue this when we come back. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Huge day. Huge day on this Monday. We're broadcasting live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, and we're going to be here 
for through the month of February into March, and we couldn't be more happy about it, especially being in Calgary. Seeing Twitter going crazy here from Flames fans today. Tyler Toffoli is now a Calgary Flame. That is the breaking news on this Monday. Toffoli acquired for the Montreal Canadiens for a first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, forward Tyler Pitlick and prospect Emil Heineman. I believe I've got that right, but that is what the Flames were looking for a Tyler Toffoli type, and they got him, and they are a front runner, I would suspect, in the NHL West, not just the Pacific Division. By the way, there's nothing, folks, like the NFL playoffs. Move over, Bills Mafia. It's time for Balls Mafia with our sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. That's right. They're still with us. They are here to remind you that the recipe for success in the playoffs is to protect your franchise quarter balls. The road to the Super Bowl is never easy, but the road to your Super Bowls is a few clicks away. Take the Lambeau Leap and join the 4 million men who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code RP20 for 20% off and free shipping. Again, manscaped.com, use code RP20 and get 20% off and free shipping with Manscaped. Appreciate him sticking with us past Super Bowl, which reminds me, by the way, and we'll, Andrew Harris is coming up of the Toronto Argonauts, by the way, and I do have some thoughts on these players jumping ship. Uh, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have jumped in the comments section because the squirrel liked me. I was, almost forgot my train of thought. Right. Choo-choo. You were standing there last night, the social media guy from Shark Club, Deerfoot Meadows, which is like our... New home away from home here in Calgary. Yep. It was, in, it was insane. It was kind of why I was ready to leave. It wasn't bad. It was just getting wild. Yeah. Right? And I said to the guy, is this your busiest day of the year? And he's like, uh, this and U.S. Thanksgiving. And I said, both NFL days. He's like, you're right. These are the kinds of conversations that I have. These are the kinds of questions that I ask. And I see that the Super Bowl ratings have come out in Canada. What did I say? 7.4 million watched? Uh, yeah, 7.2, I think. 7.24 million watching on CTV TSN. Thank you, Adam Seaborn, for that. Moose looked up the Great Cup's ratings. Over to you. Yeah, and from TSN PR, I think it was average 3.1 million. Uh, and they say total was over 7 million pushing between 7 and 8 million watched, some or all. So pretty much on par with the Super Bowl. Um, is my memory right that the Grey Cup used to smash the Super Bowl in this country? Years and years ago. When I was growing up, right? Right. Not now. Now they're kind of on par. NFL's uh, taken over. Um, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I knew this was going to be a great show today, and you haven't disappointed me. Well done. Uh, Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, Rod, would you attempt to make Canada Day games, a fixed tradition to open the CFL season? Maybe even play off the Labor Day Classic rivalries? No, because I would be... Let's have May long weekend kick off the CFL season. I can't say that I want July 1st to kick off the season because I want it to be a summer uh, fall league, not a fall winter league, or a spring summer league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I would... So no, I, I wouldn't. What do you got? Either. I, I would do either, May Long or, or Canada Day, but make one of them the fixture. I like it being surrounded by an event, not just a weekend. Sure, but it can't be Canada Day for week one if you want the season to kick off earlier. Right. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah whatever side you're on, yeah. So sure. let's make it May Long or May 1st. Um, what else do I have here? I appreciate everybody chiming in and playing along. By the way, Tough Tribe for Men's made the road trip to Calgary, by the way. Yours too, I assume. Yeah. Looks like it. Tough Tribe for Men contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants, traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. Also, Hour 2 of the program is brought to you by Original 16, extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. There's going to be a lot of hockey talk later on uh, this week. Kelly Rudy coming down here to Gray Eagle. He'll be sitting right in Moose's chair. John Huffnagel, the Stampeders general manager, later on. I do want to say something, though, with Brandon Banks, for the CFL fans watching, which, let's be honest, is our bread and butter. Brandon Banks signing with the Toronto Argonauts. I have to get this off my chest, Darren, and it's probably going to be my commentary tomorrow, which is why I started the commentary in the first place and that blog that I run is to get things off my chest that I couldn't say on the air prior um, in my old job. Brandon Banks signing with the Argos. Andrew Harris signing with the Argos. Jagera Davis signing with the Argos. Who else? Help me out. A lot of, a lot of former Thai cats are going to the Argos. Adrian Tracy, who you know yep. well enough. And I see some Tiger Cats fans are really ripping these guys apart. Brandon Banks literally saying, I'm done. I'm good. I'm Thanks, Hamilton, but I'm out. He did it, as a friend of mine would say, as humanely as he could. Speedy B knew he was going to play somewhere. Right. He just didn't want it to be in Hamilton anymore after eight seasons. And I get it. 111 games. 1-1-1. I would suggest he's on the right track. He's following his heart. And I just think for these fans to say these things about Speedy B, which he and I have had a history, I'm going to defend him here and say, you guys have seen these teams taking knives in these players for so long. And then even like in the media industry, I was thinking about this this morning. You know that documentary I turned you on to with Howard Cosell? The one, yes. I can't remember what it's called, but he called the media business a perilous trade in the 70s. It's a thousand times worse now. It's absolutely no different than sports. It's ter- You get used and abused, then a bullet in your head when they're done. See you later. So these players actually turn the tables and do what's best for them. And fans are upset. I, I, I can't wait to talk to Andrew Harris about what the reception's been with him signing with the Argos. You saw him say that he was upset with the way it ended with Winnipeg. Same thing. Am I barking up the wrong tree? Like, these guys should have the right to do what's best for them and make a living the way they want to. I can't, I don't get it. I know. I know, and it, it happens all the time. You don't want to see a player with, the other, with another team, but it's like, they let me go. What do, you, do, you, do you want me to just be done? Should I be done? You're preaching to the choir, son. You know, do you want me to just go away? Is that, do I have to go away? Does that make everybody happy? Um, I want to still play. So you should be allowed to play. Now, the Hamilton-Toronto thing does suck because that's your rival, your number one rival. You can play them on Labor Day. You know, we've seen that with Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Calgary, and Edmonton, right? It happens all the time. And that, that's the part that sucks. But you know what? Get over it pretty quickly. You know? Remember the well, good times? It'll be a little oh, different man. with Andrew Harris to Toronto. Oh, this is, this is getting good. Um, well, 
Jennifer at the Four Seasons, by the way, writes in. She says, baseball starts at the beginning of May, so why can't the CFL? May long is a great date to start. Baseball not starting uh, May this year. Did you know we're in day 74 of the lockout? Did you even know that we're in a lockout well, right now? It's hilarious. I know. Pitchers and catchers were supposed to report on Wednesday, I think, of this week. Did you know? I know. The quietest work stoppage of all time in sports history. The fact that it was in the offseason, they did this by design because they yeah. didn't want to miss games, but they're not making any progress. Anyways, uh, Jack watching in Vulcan, Alberta. Rod, you get it. Those people don't. Enough said. And I think, I guess that's why I have the show. Because, as I've told you, yep. I don't need this. I'll go clean pools in Florida. I'll go work in a treatment center, a rehab center, and be way more fulfilled than I will be arguing with Canadian media and fans on things. Like, I don't need this. But for some reason, people like to tune it in. What did those guys say at the Shark Club last night? Rod, we love when you lose it on the viewers. It's just great. I know. Well, I'd rather not have to, but people are idiots. I guess that's why, why we have a show, and it's the highest-rated show on Game Plus. Um, I'm trying to remember why or how we started down this road. We were talking oh, about yeah. players going I have to one more. I have one more. Okay. Found myself on occasion uh, in L.A., over breakfast with some staunch, staunch, staunch Patriots fans. And I'm telling you, Jarrett Stoll said it, as I'm talking to you right now. In, the, in America, you can't get away from the NFL. Jarrett's like, I wasn't an NFL fan until I came to L.A. from the Oilers, and I didn't have a choice. Didn't hurt that he married Aaron Andrews, of course, who works in the NFL, but you get it. Yeah. Um, these Patriots fans, they're like, we don't like Tom Brady. Dave and Christine were their names, by the way, and I'm like, why not? Well, he's a traitor. Have you watched the Tom Brady documentary, Man in the Arena? Don't want to. It's Tom. We're Patriots fans. Well, well, if you watched it, you might understand why Tom's done the things that he did. Now, this is Canada's daytime sports talk show, but as you've said, the border's been blurred. The NFL basically is a Canadian pro league now, right? Let's be honest. Everybody right. feels like they know Tom Brady. That's right. But they are on the teams. Everybody's on the team side. And I've always been the player. I stopped cheering for the Oilers when they traded Wayne Gretzky. That is a fact. So I've always been on the player's side. Always. And I most, I've also always been a fish swimming upstream in life, looking at things differently than everybody else. But I guess, so I guess I get it. But I'm like, you screw a player, you're done with me. Most people don't see it that way. Right. I know, you know, they, they move on pretty quickly. What quick. do you see? What, do you, what, what side quickly. are you on? Well, I'm on both sides. I see them. I, I'm always on both sides. I always see it both ways. I mean, from the fan perspective, it's, you know what? We love Tom. Tom's the best. They probably had a couple of Patriots jerseys with the 12 on them, yeah. right? And they think Tom's the greatest, and he's our guy, and they're so proud. But when you've got to choose between the player and your team, the fans typically choose the team because they're always going to have the team. They're always going to live in that market. If you live in Edmonton and they trade Gretzky, you have to keep cheering for Edmonton. That's my point. Why, what are you going to do? You're not going to pick Gretzky. Yeah. But I didn't, so it was easy for but, me to. But try and understand. It's not like he. It's not like Tom Brady picked up and went to the Jets and played in your same division, right? It's not like he went to Buffalo. 
right? He went to Tampa. He went to the NFC. Went to he, another went, conference. Went to another conference. You won't see him, really, in a meaningful game until you get to the Super Bowl. Well, and that's why, quite frankly, it's very, very, very hard for the players to get over. And I work with them every day in the recovery world. And, and I talk kind of harsh, believe it or not. But I'm like, guys, you've had a million people kissing your ass every day. Now they're not. You need to get over it. Because they're not changing. And I, like, I got over it. And this, I promised I wasn't going to say this, but you look at what I did for 20 years as voice of the riders, and now you see that all of our opportunity is coming from outside the province in other countries, in other provinces. What am I supposed to do? Say no? Right. You know, or the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are like, Rod, come on down. Here's tickets to the game. We'll put you with our players. John Hoffnagel's coming down here today, or Wednesday. Here. What am I supposed to do? Say no? What's Tom Brady supposed to do? He was treated like dirt in New England. I don't get it. And it's not from having been around these players for 30 years, because like I said, I was in high school when Gretzky got traded. Right. I'm like, this is BS. But the fans don't see how people get traded. Well, I was a fan then. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's interesting, Jeff the Stamps fan says it sounds like how Ryder fans feel about Henry Burris. Oh, boy. We got to get Henri down here. Henry told me that one time he was walking down the street in this city, in Calgary, playing for the Stamps. Ryder fans driving by recognized him through their McDonald's at the window of their car at him. Hit him. What? I don't doubt that for a second. Do you? I can see it. <laughs> I could see exactly. it. Anyways, see you back for overtime. Yeah, I'll be back. We'll see Moose back here for overtime. Perfect time to welcome in Andrew Harris of the Toronto Argonauts after this break. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at Rod Peterson. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. We're broadcasting live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary, Calgary's entertainment destination. I am so excited to talk to this guy. Andrew Harris, uh, I've been a longtime observer and fan, he may or may not believe. The newest Toronto Argonaut, or one of them, I guess, Speedy B, is even newer than Andrew Harris. But he was meeting with the media today. Andrew Harris, uh, pleased to be joined uh, by you today. How are things as a Toronto Argonaut? How's life out there? Well, I'm, st I'm still in Winnipeg and, uh, you know, just getting ready to, to, to get ready for the season. Um, I'm going to head out there probably next week just to go meet everyone and get familiar with uh, all the new faces uh, from the coaching staff to administrative and, um, you know, all the great people out there. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was definitely a, a shock to the system. I didn't think I'd ever, you know, wear another jersey uh, after I got back to Winnipeg. But, um, you know, this is the business we're in and, and, you know, I'm excited for the opportunity and looking forward to getting out there and, and playing some ball. What are you, uh, 34 now? Yeah, I'm 34. I'll be 35 in April. So here's my question. This is what's been burning in me ever since I saw that you were going to free agency to the open market. You already got a Hall of Fame career. Why not just hang it up? 
What, what makes you want to keep going? Like I said, you seem like the kind of guy they're going to have to drag off the field. I get that. But did you consider yeah. retiring? Because you don't owe anybody anything, Andrew, and you know that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it definitely crossed my mind. Um, I think the ultimate thing was, uh, although we won the Great Cup uh, last year in Winnipeg, and, um, you know, I, I just didn't feel like I had the season that I really wanted to, to end it like this. So uh, for me, I want to, I want to, you know, go out with a bang and, um, you know, on a personal note, um, yeah, that we won the great cup and, and, you know, had a great season, but, uh, you know, you know, missing, missing that amount of, amount of games I missed last year and, uh, you know, just the style it was, I just, I just wasn't really pleased with it. And, and ultimately too, I feel like I have more to give. I feel like I have more in the tank and, um, I'm really excited just to, to put my best foot forward and, and, you know, get out there and, and, you know, hope, uh, hopefully bring another great cup to another team. Well, I think that's very exciting, and I, I want to get into the process of how you landed with the Toronto Argonauts, but I will just say this, because I'm not big on looking back in, in life at all, and you probably don't want to either, but when I saw the outpouring of all my Winnipeg friend fans, a bomber fans that are friends of mine, and how upset they were that you weren't coming back, I thought, this is a great guy. Like, I've interviewed you before, but I don't know you. I'm like, you, obviously, Andrew's a great guy. Is this the hardest thing that you've ever gone through in your career? leaving the blue bombers yeah i mean you know uh, i definitely have my my fair share of ad- <clears throat> adversity throughout my career um you know uh, you know positive uh, you know negative um you know things that have gone on but uh i think ultimately i mean leaving leaving this team and leaving this community um leaving my hometown uh was, was definitely definitely really tough to uh to, to to go through um you know my daughter's here i have her have her full time here um, so that's a, that's another obstacle I got to overcome, but, um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, after talking to the people that I love and, and the people that are close to me, um, they ultimately said, it's your decision. And if you want to keep playing, you know, it, it's something you want to do and, and then go do it. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it was, it wasn't an easy, uh, thought process. It wasn't an easy move. It wasn't easy transition. Um, definitely lots of ups and downs going through the thought process and, and actually, you know, coming to this point now. But uh, ultimately, I'm very, very excited to, to be where I'm at. And uh, um, again, just really looking forward to the opportunity to, to, to go to a greater organization, um, you know, and, 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 a, and a massive market in Toronto. And uh, looking forward just to networking and, and, you know, getting to know my teammates. And, and you know, there, there's a bunch of different things that I'm looking forward to in, in a positive way here. And um, I'm absolutely just thrilled to, to be, to be a, to know, still be wanted to, to be a part of a team. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to have a, an amazing season and looking forward to that as well. Good for you, man. And I'm proud of you for following your heart. I think it's going to work out great. Some viewers have some questions for you, too, about your junior playing days and stuff like that. But I just want to ask you this about negotiating with the Argos. My guys, like Charleston Hughes and Cam Judge, said they did all the negotiating with the Argos and then Pinball called them last minute. They brought in Pinball out of the bullpen to close the deal. Did that happen with you? or how? And then they're like, how do you say no to Pinball? And they ended up signing. What was your uh, negotiation like with the Argos? Well, I don't have an agent, so I represent myself. So um, initially, I just talked to Pete Costanza, who was the running back coach in Winnipeg last year. He's now the receiver coach, uh, pass coordinator in, in Toronto. So um, I, I sent a message out to him and just said, uh, hey, would there be an interest, any interest from Toronto with, uh, about bringing me in? And uh, he said, yeah, let me get back to you. And then the next day, uh, Pinball actually called me right out the gate. So they brought the closer in right, right, off, the, right off the jump. And uh, just talk, just talking to Pinball and uh, just his excitement, and uh, he he honestly said I didn't I didn't think that you were were even on the table here. I didn't think that was even an option. So 
we're really excited to uh, um, have this opportunity to give 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 us a shot. And uh, we honestly talked numbers right off the jump, and um, that was kind of when the the window was closing. And then after the weekend, um, you know, we got into Tuesday, and it was literally like twelve oh one. You know, my my phone is ringing, and it was pinball, and uh, he he was he was calling me just to say, hey, hey, where are we at right now? And I told him I needed to, you know some time to kind of mull things over. And then uh, ultimately, I, I texted him again, and I set him in. And um, after the kind of day went on, and I, I I was talking with the bombers back and forth, and um, yeah, you know, he he called me right away, very excited, uh, extremely extremely uh, pumped up about the whole opportunity, and, and and as was I. So one of the things I said is that um, I felt a, a similar energy with with talking with him, and um, you know, I'm, I'm very uh, keen on those vibes and, and understanding people's energies and 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 being a, being aligned with those kind of people. So I'm really excited to get out there to get to know him a little more and um, just to be a part of uh, you know everything that all the great things that they're doing out there. So. I need to check with you how good my sources are. I, I had a source tell me that you were had it narrowed down to three teams, that Sask and BC were two of them, and he didn't know the third. Was he right or completely up? Yeah. No, there, I got a lot of friends in uh, in Regina that I played junior with, so um, they were, there was a bunch of rumors coming from Saskatchewan, but Saskatchewan wasn't even an option, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> not, nothing was going on there. Um, I was talking with uh, Regina, or with uh, sorry, with Edmonton a little bit. Uh, obviously, Jira and I are really close, and uh, so I was, I was talking with them, and then I was talking with BC. Um, but uh, you know, the, wow. just this came down to you know Toronto being the right fit for me. Okay, well, I, I'm gonna blast that guy. But I appreciate your honesty. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a, qu- a quick one. Uh, I think you could go on for a while on it, but I don't have a lot of time. Nelson Hacker, which one of our viewers says, how tough is it to go? The untraditional route from the CJFL, Canadian Junior, to the CFL was that hard for you? Yeah, it was. It was very tough. Um, I felt. I felt initially when I got there that I could physically hang, hang with, uh, you know, you know, hanging with the team and and you know, going through practices. Um, but the mental side of it was very difficult. Uh, just the playbook and how fast things happened, and just adjusting to the game speed. Um, what was was very tough, but uh, once once I got a grasp on um, you know just the ins and outs of the playbook and and just got used to you know you're looking around from coming from junior and I'm I'm in the huddle with Paris Jackson and and uh, and Buck Pierce and uh, or Casey Printers and and you know all these guys you watched on TV and there was a little bit of starstruck at first and once I kind of got familiar with them and, and felt comfortable and I felt like you know what I can I can play with these guys physically. Um, the mental side of things, you know, once I came around, then then everything started to slow down and, and got easier and easier. But uh, you know, the biggest part again was was the playbook. You go from you know a call sheet that was maybe you know uh, half a page to you know a playbook that's you know almost an inch thick. So um, there 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 was definitely that that was the biggest learning curve for me was understanding the playbook. But it ultimately you know pushed myself to another level to learn you know every position. And I started off as a receiver in BC. Um, so now, you know, that's, that's honestly what, uh, attribute that, attribute to that those early on stages to, um, to where my career is at now from understanding the receiver side of things. So, you know, now when I, when I read a playbook or I'm understanding a new, new system, you know, I want to know what everyone's doing on the field from, from the Z to the O line, to the backside receiver, uh, to, to the running back, to the quarterback. So now I have a full grasp and understand in every, on every single play where everyone's at. Uh, when I'm releasing in the backfield on a check down, I know, you know, if it's man or zone, where my little spot is going to be to to release onto. 
Um, you know, if we're if we're running a, a a Sally or RPO, you know, understanding where the where the linebacker or the, or that backside is going to be based off of what we're doing on the back on the backside of that RPO. So there's so many different things that uh, attribute to you know learning uh, that way. And um, you know, it was definitely tough at first, but um, I definitely became uh, a much better, more rounded player from it. Just a uh, only had time for a question and a comment. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hats watching. She says, "Good luck in Toronto, Andrew. Love watching you play. You're like a train breaking through the line." And Greg Sawatsky in Winnipeg's watching. He says, "Well, Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg. Thanks for your years of service in Winnipeg. We'll miss you." Greg says, "Andrew, what's your favorite restaurant in the peg? Can you narrow it down to one?" Yeah. Well. Um... One of my good friends, he owns uh, Nicolino's. Uh, it's an Italian restaurant right by the stadium, actually. And uh, I'm I'm there at least once or twice a week. So I uh, love wow. myself some Italian food. And, uh, yeah, he, he always uh, takes care of me. Um, so I, I love my pasta and and, uh, and uh, charcuterie boards and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. Have you been to Kit Kat in downtown Toronto? I haven't yet. That's, that's what I'm, okay. I'm looking forward to, uh, all the great restaurants. Yeah. Sounds like a, it sounds like a strip club. It's not. It's Kit Kat, <laughs> and it is uh, it's a wonderful. You set me up, little... man. It sounds like a setup. <laughs> no, not a, trust me. I'll go with you if you want. Kit Kat, just like the chocolate bar. Kit Kat. It's an Italian restaurant, just by Rogers Center, as a matter of fact. Andrew, thanks for this. Okay. Um, again, proud of you for for following the dream. Still, I, I can't wait to see you here in 2022. Thanks for the time. Thanks so much. Take care, Andrew Harris of the Toronto Argonaut. We'll be right back with the Moose for overtime from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at Rod Peterson. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Uh, it's overtime, and that's proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the UFC and the National Hockey League. Uh, I see Love Face is back, and oh, no. for a lot of our viewers... I know. A lot of our viewers watching on Game Plus TV, that'll mean nothing. For those that are watching on YouTube, it's an online exotic dancer. Don't engage. Yeah, don't, don't engage her. Love face. Uh, one of our P1s, Todd Pinkney, writes in and says, I'm waiting for Love Face to appear on the screen behind Rod for upcoming shows at Grey Eagle. Grey <laughs> Eagle Resort and Casino. Um, I'm, so, I'm so sorry you had to see that, everybody. By the way, in our morning meeting, we brought this up. Since we've been in Calgary, we've done about a dozen shows or more, a little right, right around there. And we've been here a lot. People have said they want us to go back onto Facebook with the show. That's where we started. They say, you never forget your first. It was our first platform to broadcast the RP show. That's right. But we put it to a vote. We, we, went, we kicked it old school today because we always did everything as a community as a committee and as a team, right? From right. day one. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, what do you think about this? I don't want to say who, but there's been a few people at various places we go that want to see us go back on Facebook. And we decided that we're not going to, right? And I didn't even give an opinion. 
you were a little late getting into the meeting because you were setting up everything. You missed the start of it, right? right. You walked in in the middle of it. In the middle of the question. But yeah. I'm like, guys, I don't have an opinion either way. Tell me why you think we should or shouldn't go on Facebook. And uh, put it this way, we, we're not going to. And I think we'll be just they had good reasons for why not. Yeah, and there's good reasons why we could, too, and there's good reasons why we won't for now. But it's not saying never, right? Right. Never's a long time. Tomorrow we might be on Facebook. <laughs> <Expected>. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, uh, anyway, and I also want to thank our viewers. Michael watching on Game Plus TV in Winnipeg right now. Took a photo of the Andrew Harris interview and tweeted it. Allie, who's watching right now here in Calgary, the accountant for the oil company in downtown Calgary, took a screenshot of because we had her on from the Shark Club earlier in our photo. Put it on Twitter. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It's going well. Speaking of going well, the uh, Kinsman Telemiracle online 50-50 raffle is going well. But we got a long ways to go. The draw now is only in a little over two weeks. Telemiracle 46 coming your way. We're asking you, imploring you actually to help support the Kinsman Foundation. Help people every day by buying tickets to the 50-50 online raffle. It's live now. As you know, you see the total at the bottom of the screen. It's up. Thousands of dollars raised over the weekend, but we're going higher. Moose, let's have a knockdown right now. What do you say? Yeah. Go to telemiracle.com right now. Purchase your online 50-50 tickets. They can be purchased by anyone over the age of 19 that's physically in the province of Saskatchewan. Draw date is March 2nd. And for those that don't know, although if you're from Saskatchewan, you know that what it is, Kinsman Foundation helps people with their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance from retrofitting vans obviously to showers you, you name it right and i was thinking this morning oh, honestly i got a handicap room shower here in my room and i thought am i grateful that i don't need to use this you know what i mean yeah there's a lot of people that do and kinsman foundation helps people out um outfitting their homes with stuff like that so there's my pitch on telemerica all right 46 years i know you don't know life without Telemiracle. I don't, that's right. I don't. And I love watching it. And we're going to be here. So I don't know. I got to figure out how I'm going to watch it. I think hopefully there's a live stream. And I can watch it because it won't be on TV here I think there in, is a live in Alberta. Stream. Last minute. Last minute of play in the RP show on this Monday. Jim Wagner writes that he says, great Monday show, RP crew. Looking forward to a great week of shows. Thanks. Max Hardwick writes in, says, better manscape if love face is in the house. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, uh, yeah, we're done. What did you say we had tomorrow, Clark? Rick Natras, Calgary Flames alum, Rick Natras. And now that I think about it, I'm going to throw it out here right now. We've got to get Jeff Fairholm down here to Gray Eagle. See here, My Jeff? favorite rough rider of all time, Jeff Fairholm. I got his number. We'll work on that. It's going to be great. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern on Game Plus TV and here as well on YouTube Live. We don't know what we're doing. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.